Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. This is your co-host, Boo Red Irvin. I think I did that last year. This is your co-host, Daniel Phillips. I didn't know we were doing fun, spooky ones. Can I do... Nope. Nope. Yeah, Parker, introduce yourself now. No. no, no, no. This is... Okay, hang on. This is... uh, Poo Parker Moon. No, that's that's not good. Poker Moon. Um, Poor... Get no, uh, uh, mm, oh, pa- Parker, full moon. Ah, oh, full, full moons are okay. sometimes scary. Yeah, I mean, I like never that. the just by you themselves. Got your, you got on the <laughs> no first full, try full moons once a month. Everyone is scared. I'm so afraid to go outside. It's such a big full moon outside right now. Um, uh, this is a podcast. We do book. We talk about books once mm-hmm. a month. No, sorry, we're a weekly, we're a biweekly book club it's, podcast. You will just never ever get it right. No, I'm gonna fumble through it every time. Um, we talk about books sometimes. And uh, what are we reading this month as we're a reading as a book club? Luminous, luminous, Be- luminous dead. dead by Caitlin Sterling. Starling. Luminous dead. Caitlin Starling with an A. Luminous dead. It is a um, cave diving horror sci-fi adventure i'm very nervous because that like cave stuff is always like claustrophobic stuff yeah it's so scary if you've ever seen the, is it TikTok, the tights or the stalagmites that get you Ooh, which ones the, are the ones that hang from the, the ceiling tights yeah those tights. are tights yeah. it's the slag tights because they could fall and impale yeah, you that's what it is it's the combination of the two where um the ceiling and the ground are six Actually inches away from each other and you have to crawl through it and it's um, actually a mouth of a giant worm yeah and it's a mouth of a giant giant worm and um if you've ever seen a video of like freaking cave divers i don't know what like i get like skydiving if someone's like i want to go skydiving sure i get it i don't get people that willingly want to go cave diving I went on a into into tight spaces. I went on like a a deep dive of stuff because recently in the news there was this guy who got stuck, yeah, in one of like the deepest cave systems in the world, and he had like a medical emergency, so they had to do like I think like minor surgery on him down in the cave to keep him stable. (laughs) Of course, but it took them like it took them like two weeks to get him to the surface or something like that, just because he was so deep underground. Like I just. Oh, the, I like my body is so free right now. I can move my arms about myself. There's I can't a really imagine worming through a cave hole and my arms trapped to my sides. Mm. There's a really sad story. I probably won't talk about it because that would really bring the mood down. There's a really sad cave story that I heard about where I bet I got, can guess what happens. Well, they got <laughs> trapped during a rainstorm. Oh god! And no. the cave started the filling flooded. up with water. Yeah, um, I've, I've, yeah, I know what you're talking about. God. Long story short, they all didn't make it. This is a really weird energy. Sorry, yeah, this is a really super weird energy that we're bringing October. to the podcast. Well, it's, October. it's the luminous dead that did it because These that's are all real I've been fears. thinking about. Yeah, I'm terrified. We're being it's open so and scary. honest. This is the weirdest start to a podcast. Hey guys, we're we talk about books and not cave deaths most of the time. We're gonna be yeah. talking about it. If we're gonna be talking in two a weeks couple from weeks. Now, we're gonna... You haven't read the book. You don't know that anyone dies. <laughs> okay, it's called the Luminous <laughs> Dead. <laughs> oh, life people it's are gonna called, die. It's not called the Luminous Live, and their bodies are gonna glow. Is what yeah. I'm guessing. Okay, glowing um, dead people. 
Well, how how are you guys? Let's do short stories, the segment where we catch up well, and talk about I'm each other's anxious. lives. Now I'm so anxious. I like I I feel like I can't breathe already. Do y'all need to take a breather? Do y'all need uh, to like Dan, do is some the wall stretches? behind you closing in? <laughs> oh my god. Have you ever been caving, Parker? I feel like you're not scared enough. Wait, have you? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you One grew time. up in Alabama. In One the, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were born uh, in a no. cave. <laughs> no, I've never been I've never been caving, Dan. Imagine imagine you're in a really small cramped space and they say, "Okay, army crawl through that hole." And you say, "I don't want to." And they say, "Well, there's a line of like eight people behind you and we can't physically back up." And you just have to do it. That's cave. Yeah, that sucked to imagine. Okay, yeah, yeah. hey, you're right. Um Wow. Let's do short stories where we catch I'll up and talk about. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> okay. short stories. Uh, I've been doing a lot of reading. I'm back on reading um, books. Which That's is great, nice. dude. That yeah. is good for this podcast. Thank God. I read my first uh, Kingfisher, which is What Moves the Dead, um, a really short little horror novel based on Edgar Allan Poe's The Fall of the House of Usher, which is also a show coming out soon. Yeah, Yeah, the next Flanagan show. The next Flanagan show is really good. It's a short read. I had it on audiobook, and the narrator was was awesome as well. It was Mike Flanagan. It was Mike Flanagan. And then I read Bloody Rose, the sequel of Kings of the Wild. And these books are just, they're awesome. They're so fun. There's some stuff I like didn't, like the humor sometimes doesn't really hit that hard. Uh, but the characters in these books are so awesome. I wanted to talk about one because I think Parker would like it. Um, this is a Viking esque like it's adventure. More, I would say more D and D. It's more D and D. Yeah, yeah. It's very D and D style fantasy. Like it's a it's a band of mercenaries, and you have like your assassin and your wizard and your like soldier and your bassist and your drummer. Yeah, and and the ba- so it's called. Uh, they're called bands because a lot of the jokes are based on like rock and roll bands. It's like they're going on tours, which is like they're going to like the wilderness to like hunt down monsters. They have to but like it's all dodge like, a rolling stone. Yeah, probably. It's all like rock and roll type themed, which is fun. Uh, but is fun. one of the characters in the sequel, um, she is what uh, they, they call her an ink witch. And she reminds me of like a Pokemon trainer uh, because she like summons creatures uh, to fight for her. But she does it by like tattooing them like on her arms and legs. And she Very summons cool. her tattoos cool. to like fight for her. And so she has like a kraken and like a wildebeest and just like it's it just made me think of pokemon which was very i fun. would tattoo i would tattoo like a little puppy on just me like and then just summon it just to play around and hold yeah. it uh, but no my my reading's been really good i'm back on some robin hob just trucking through some fantasy i want to finish that and then uh for both of you luminous dead is on hoopla with our oh, library that, system that kicks so ass that's great if you want news. an audiobook it's free Pick it That's, up. That is really great news. Um, yeah. I need to start that, I guess. It's long. It's actually a lot longer than I thought it was. I, uh, think, it's like page count? I think it's like 550. Ooh. Dang it. Okay. I, we got, okay. I mean, that's fine. That's good. That's good. I need it. So I, or we're, no, sorry. Before I, before I rudely interject with my stuff, Dan, what else do you got going on, pal? It's 432 pages. Oh, um, other bad. than like book podcast stuff, um, 
nursery is almost done. Baby's on the way. We are, we did our first baby class, which is like <gasps> health and safety, um, which was nice. We have a couple more of those coming up, but it's just fun. It's it's a good time. Now it's like there was such a rush to get so many things done, and we've kind of got a lot done, and now we've chilled for a few weeks. Yeah. Mm. But now we're back on the like, oh shoot, we've chilled for too long. We are like, we got to get moving again because baby's coming quick. It's coming quick, and yeah. then and then it'll be there, and then you and then nothing will ever be the same. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm so um, excited. And by that, I mean it's going to be harder to read, which is I will say. The one thing that has been bad about having Tough. a kid, the only the, the, the only thing that's been bad. I, I don't even mind the sleep and lack of it. Yeah. It's the difficulty to find good reading time. You're not um, plopping down baby boy on your on your knee and reading some luminous dead to him. No. So I think that will happen. Uh, not luminous dead, but other books, <laughs> probably. Um at some point, but he's not yet big enough, not yet sturdy enough to like hold his own head up, you know? Yeah. And so I kind of have you to can't really always, right. I kind of have to always have like a good grip on him, mm. which means I can't be turning the pages of a book, right. which leaves me to either audiobook or Kindle, which are fine options. Yeah. Uh, but it's been tough to audiobook because a lot of the times I just don't have as much time as I want to give full focus to an audiobook um and i'm not driving as much or doing commutes and stuff and uh and then kindle i i mean that's honestly the option i probably should go through um but phone kindle i don't know i what what? phone kindle phone that is that is true because then it's really one-handed yeah um well i'll probably do that i have i have a lot of books on the docket though which i did want to talk about um I mean, I guess that's kind of where this episode, by the way, for the listeners, it's a chill episode. If y'all did, couldn't tell by the vibes, we're casual. catching up. Um, it's very casual. Uh, there's nothing super crazy planned. Um, we're just going to talk and hang. Um, yeah. So that I mean, it, it's it's been a little tough for me to read, um, but it's OK. So my short story is um, that. Well, I have it's a two parter. It's a two parter. OK, so an update on my my baby son and something that i just think is really fun um is when i am trying to get him to calm down i've started to listen to hosier's latest album it's a good album um it's a fantastic album and for some reason i I don't know i think it's just like a it's a pretty like uh like chill album too like the vibes are chill and he really enjoys it and i really enjoy it and i'll just rock him to hosier and uh that's been really lovely oh that's so cute so that's that's been great and then whenever he is asleep what i've been doing you put on death metal of reading is yeah no um i i got a login from our buddy josh who has a, a dropout login um which dropout formerly known as college humor Mm-hmm. And I've been watching all of the show Game Changer on there. And I don't know if y'all have watched it or y'all probably seen it's, clips. I feel it's like so it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's super funny. It's just like yeah. improv comedy, which I know, Brett, like that's so up your alley um, yeah. that I feel like I'm you need you need to get it. If anyone need, would enjoy yeah. this show, yeah, it would I, be you. I, yeah, I meant to get. Um, I mean, get it's like great there. improv and funny trivia, but all the 
the the cast of the show itself like everyone is just good and they're also like, nerdy it's lovely they're yeah also nerdy yeah. and they all just like really play off of each other really well it's very fun yeah so that's that's what i've been uh i've been doing and i'll probably poke around and check out some other some other dropout shows at some point but i've had six seasons of this to watch <laughs> to like tide i watch you over well, i watch like an episode or two at a time and you know while baby's sleeping on my lap and then yeah it's great it's a good time have you seen the clip of uh the challenge of how long will the contestants stay after recording is done oh no that's hilarious i I have seen one there was there was one challenge where sam at the end of the show he said we're 30 points and then the prompt came on and it just said go and so uh (laughs) zach like started sprinting down the california streets like just running and they like chased him down to the camera (laughs) and then one of the other like cast members he like got in a, a car like an uber and started going and then I think it was Allie who went one. Uh, they called a cab, went to the airport and flew to New York. And so they won. <laughs> they got the 30 points literally by flying to New York. The prompt is go. It's so funny. Yeah. Gets good the, stuff. The one was like, how long Genius. will you stay after recording? And it was like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And then someone immediately skipped to eight hours. Oh, and it's just them in the studio at like Hanging four o'clock out. in the morning eating a whole pizza by themselves oh no i haven't got to that yet that's something to look forward to that's fantastic i uh my short story is going to be an ad uh for it's that time of year are we sponsored uh-huh. but we well, sponsor? we're not sponsored are I we getting paid for this no but this is free advertising do it for free oh okay. yeah it's um it's officially spooky lake month we're oh my god i forgot 1st. um she hasn't Geo hasn't posted her first one as of recording because I was checking, but it's the first day of 31 days of haunted hydrology brought to you by, uh, I, I, I believe her name on TikTok is Geo Desaurus, but yeah. um, her, her name's Geo Rutherford. She has a website that I was actually looking at because she posted uh, a TikTok about some of her merch. Um, so she has like stickers, like enamel pens. She's doing some like shirts, hoodies, that kind of stuff. But um, if you go to spookylakes.com, you can check out all of her stuff and her links and stuff like that. So it's yeah, just well, a those uh, keyboard clacks. I yeah, knew they were yep. coming. The second you said that, I knew it was going to Yeah, happen. give me a domain. I, I love having the keyboard clacks in the podcast. Oh, my God. Oh, this is a nice website. Yeah, she's one of my favorite creators. Obviously, we talk, we've talked about Spooky Lake Month before, Dan got me um a was it what was it through tiktok you just reached out to her right it was for um for christmas one year yep you got me yep, like uh, a handwritten note yeah. from geo dude she's popping off this is a really nice website email, a yeah, very yeah, well yeah. crafted email to her and she Which, responded almost immediately and was like i would love to write your friend brett a letter was, and give him a piece of art yeah that is you know amazing. that's a really sweet too because uh, I'm glad to know that you're not the only one who is a big fan of Spooky Lake Month. Not not to say that we aren't, Brett. No, I love yeah. it. But I, I'm, yeah. It, it's I'm this, it's so it. niche. I'm, it's so niche and it's so yes. wonderful. But by the look of this store, she's doing all right for herself. She's doing oh, pretty yeah. good. I'm excited for it, but I'm not as excited for it as I am for Brett. To send us to, a to TikTok every Bre- single yeah, day. To watch Brett 
go through the mud. It's going to be I great. love this for Brad. So She's much. also, she said the only twist this year is, and I can understand because I've been thinking about She's this. She's going to run out like of lakes years. and bodies of water right. eventually. Well, that was, that was, she did a post where she was like, hey, just to be honest, like I do 31 days of this every year. Like it's obviously yeah, like it's I'm going to run out of stuff eventually. And she she's going to have to start murdering people in lakes to then <laughs> to have something boost. to talk about. So her, some of her original videos from the first year, she said she's always wanted to like redo some of them as far as like quality and like the research on it. So I think she said a lot of this year will be new, but she said every once in a while she's going to like redo some of some of her old ones. So shout out to Geo and Spooky Lake Month. Man, we should, you know, I read a, a, a Riley Sager book that it was it, like the book that came out after the year that we had done an, an episode about right. his stuff. It's I think it's book Home After year. Dark. Book of the Year. Um, No, was book that the, the one year. that we read? Was, That's did what we read. We read. Okay, yeah. then it was House Across the Lake. That would make more, That's more sense. Yes. Yeah, um, but it's, a, it's legitimately about a spooky lake. And I feel like we it's could have had stuff. her on the show as like a little collab, you know, creator and creator. Spooky we lakes, could. books, it's all coming yeah. together. And Brett, awesome. you could meet your hero. I've brought this up. Maybe I've talked about this on podcast. I can't remember. But if we're on lakes, have you ever seen uh, The Old Man of the Lake or heard about that? Have I talked to you guys about that before? I've heard of Old Greg, but I don't know the so, Old Man on the Lake. Um, old Man of the Lake. I can't remember what. Urban lake. It's somewhere something? in the States. No, it's... The, it's, it's just an old man of, by a lake? Bio lake? No, <laughs> it's a piece of driftwood, which sounds really lame, but it's like I think it's like twenty feet, twenty or thirty feet. Um, Wait, yeah, she did one of the videos. It's the one that's been I, bobbing for like a hundred years. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. It's found like the eighteen hundreds yeah. or something like that, and it's this giant piece of driftwood that just floats in the middle yeah. of the lake, and it's it's perfect. If you ever balanced. look at pictures, it's super creepy looking, but it's yeah. really really cool. And that's the only cool lake fact that I know. So I was going like to say, if, if you had pulled out a lake fact that Brett didn't know about, I would have been personally shocked. Geo, so Geo cool. did a video about it. At, like, I think it was two or three years ago. But I think it was, yeah, because it was, it's like, it's literally been there. Like, they've been tracking Just it like for floating like completely vertical yeah. for a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And thankfully, no one's like messed with it yet. Like try I to think push it over. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why'd you say yet, Brett? It sounded like you had the intention there to mess it'll with happen. it. No, because people are stupid. Now Brett's gonna go mess that. with the old Brett's man stupid. in the lake. <laughs> he said no one's messed with it yet. He, Brett's about to be the young guy in the lake. <laughs> stupid. All right. But also on book note, um, my dad uh, has been reading Lost City of Z, which is one of David Grand's. Oh, nice. First books about Percy Fawcett uh, searching for the Sea of Gold in the Amazon, and he's loving it. So can Did I tell you, you every one? time? No, I haven't. Okay, but I've seen the movie. Okay, There's a movie. Can I tell you every time y'all talk about Lost City of Z, I think of that one Brad Pitt movie with the the zombies. What what was that the called? World War Z. World War Z. World War Z. Well, That's Dan it. always okay. thinks about Dan Lost City about with Sandra Lost... Bullock and Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, with a cameo of Brad Pitt. Yeah, so slightly different, but hey, you know, maybe David Grant's book is good too. And I hope your dad enjoys it. Yeah, he said he's loving it so far. So Mark, keep us posted. Let us know. And I told him to watch the movie afterwards, so I'll report back very soon. Yeah, report back through Brett. Um, um, go go on, Brett. Go off, King. No, I was just going to say, I think we're going to... I think I had a couple like articles to mention, but we also wanted to talk about 
um, some upcoming books that we're excited for. Books guys... we're excited about that aren't being covered over the podcast, right? That's kind of yes. what we're yeah. j- just as a recap. Just to, I feel like we we need it. We do these check ins every now and then. I'm like, what are we reading outside of what we're manda- man- mandated to read by yeah. our blood pact? But yes, so um, which I know you each, um, yeah, brought, one especially for one in particular. Us. Yeah, Parker's is out. Yeah, He's so mine, mine's current. current. No, it doesn't I'm, count I'm, anymore. It doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count anymore. Uh, yeah, it's scrap it. Um, well, I, I mean, I actually I have a couple. I have a handful. The Please, big one, the one yeah, that y'all were talking about, I've already talked about. Like, I feel like for the past like four or five episodes of the show, but um, V. E. Schwab, one of my favorite authors, released her first book uh, in it, it, that continues a series. So that it was a trilogy, The Shades of Magic. Um, starting with the darker shade of magic, then uh, a gathering of shadows, then a conjuring of light. Um, that series kind of got me, I would say, back into reading. I think, I think, really, that was like the series that did it for me. That I, I just like fell in love with reading again. Um, so it's like coded in nostalgia, and this book is her returning to that world. Um, there's a time jump, and it's following some of the same characters, but there's it. The the main POVs are new characters. Um, which is it's fantastic and it feels so wonderful to be back in that world all i want to do is read it like all i want to do is read it and i haven't had time and i can't tell you how painful it's been to be staring at this beautiful (laughs) book and like i've been excited about this book for months like all year i've been excited for this book and i haven't had yeah come babysit my kid so i can Brad and I got this. Yeah. No, it's a, it's it's well, alright. No, we'll I, read it to you. We'll popcorn. We we'll do voices and stuff when we we'll read it to you. It's honestly been it's it's honestly been good because I've been savoring it. I haven't wanted to audiobook it for the sole purpose that um I feel like my retention of books is better when I yeah. read um like the a hardback or not a hardback but just a a, a physical, physical copy. copy. Um, and I've wanted to really make sure I retain this because it's just such a beloved series. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm savoring it. I'm like 110 pages in or something and it's about 600 pages. So I'm not super far yet. Um, but when I get time, I'm going to just enjoy the heck out of that book. Wow. I'm Uh, really excited for you. Yeah. I'm excited for me too, Dan, and I'm going to enjoy it. It's just going to happen. It's it's just got to happen great reviews on that one too like yeah, people have super been good reviews. this one up yeah i just got to get my son to sleep so i can read that's the <laughs> that's the plan <laughs> just keep playing hosier and hope for the best that's i'm just gonna blast hosier and then read my book and yeah. it'll be fantastic okay take what else the church Isn't what else so, so the yeah, um richard osmond has released his his yearly murder club yeah, book i, I know, thought it right? was done no, 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 it's not done. Um, these, I thought it these, was a trilogy. These octogenarians are never going to die, even though they're 80 years old. I really hope they don't. I hope he makes 10 well, of them. Well, they're 84 least. now, I assume. Yeah, yeah they, that's true. They are about a year jump each book, so who knows? Um, but I know yeah, Oz. Some... I talk to him a lot. Oh, nice. Oh, Ozzy. Um, yeah, The Last Devil to Die, I got that. I picked that up. Um, I'm excited to read that. And then there are two books that I have... Uh, I actually have them right here. I'll show them to okay. y'all on the camera. Show and tell. Show, show and tell. Um, show and tell. So, so House of Hollow and Ooh. Juniper and Thorn are... Lean uh, in sorry, further to the... Lean into the mic. Am I... 
I kind of covered I kind of covered my mouth with the books. I was yeah, like, talk, talking like this. Um, <laughs> no, so the books are House of Hollow and Juniper and Thorn, if you didn't hear. Um, but they're both like uh, horror spooky themed. And I think they've been sitting on my bookshelf for two years, like both of them. And I've been really wanting to read them yeah. in October or in the fall season. Um, so they are they're I've like put them aside on my I've desk. I've seen Juniper and Thorn like everywhere. People uh, that, love it. that book is all over the place. Yeah, Ava Reed. I think she's released a couple of books that are like really loved, and I think they might all be kind of spooky. Um, yeah. But I, I have them tucked away, like they're they are off the bookshelf, which means that I might actually read them. But they might just go back on the bookshelf. Who knows? But that's where I'm at. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple as well. Man, mainly, obviously, fantasy. The fantasy Obvious, news update from Daniel Phillips. Obviously, obviously who, who are we kidding? I'm we, not tried to, we tried to read a nonfiction book last month, and that was hell. I'm kidding, Brett. That it was great. Oh no, about, sorry. You're good. Far, I was about to be like Parker. East of Eden was not a nonfiction book, but I forgot. Did you forget that we read Killers, Killers of the Flower Moon last last month, Dan? Come on, <laughs> dude. Months are going by so quick. Yeah, time um, isn't real. Am I banned from nonfiction offerings from now? No, no you're really not. We Please do. More. I need a, need I need to so diversify much. my portfolio of books. <laughs> so, uh, Defiant, which is the last book in the Skyward series, comes out in November. Um, I think I'm the only one here that has read the Skyward series. That is true. Uh, I, I not think I know that I am. Um, Skyward is so good. It's Brandon Sanderson's sci-fi series. The issue with um, the series as a whole is the first book is too good. <laughs> I I feel like it's a little downhill bar. each book. Yeah, it's a really high bar to set. Um, but I'm really hoping it ends on that high again, so we have a nice little nice little V shape of of quality. Um, but I really like this series. It's just like YA series. Uh, it's very good. It's very fun. Um, so that's probably the thing I'm most excited for. And then back to Robin Hobb and while I'm why I'm reading Robin Hobb again, Robin Hobb's United States covers for her books are not great. I don't love them, uh, but there's this super pretty set that's all from one publisher. That's the UK editions. And they're really hard to get because there's like 16 books in her series and her like overarching, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she has five series, but they're all in the same world. That's what I was trying to say. Um, connected universe. Connected the Robin universe. Hobbs CU, you. if you will. The the, the RHCU. Um, those are getting reprinted in the United States in those covers, and they're coming out each month. And so I'm going to be dropping tons and tons of money to get all of these on my shelves. Um, very, very excited As you about should. It. As, As you I should. should. And then um, Kingfisher, the book I just read, what moves the dead she has a sequel coming out uh next year let me i think i think she already has the sequel and i think the third book's coming out for that one unless i'm totally wrong Um, but i do i want to read i want to read that you should dude you should read nettle and bone please it's so good i definitely will i'm i will pick it up so soon um, I'll lend it to you. I, ha- I mean, we have a copy that's sitting yeah, on the shelf right now. Pass that, pass that sucker over. I want to read it. She's great. Like this, this is my first book I've read uh, by her, and it was really, really good. Um, Goodreads doesn't want to load, so I can't find the. Do you the want me to clicky clack on my laptop over no, here? No, I don't. I actually okay. don't want you to do that. 
Uh, so those are the things I'm really excited about. Um, just get as much reading as I can uh, before baby comes. And then just dad it up for a, a good while as quick, in my whole life. Quick sidebar, Dan. Um, are you Have you started or are you excited for the fourth secret project? Yeah, I'm super excited about it. This is the one I know like absolutely nothing about. Yeah, um, I just downloaded the files today. Do you want to do, would you be interested in doing a special episode in one of our off weeks and like get Ashley on or some other Stormlight fans and to have like a seat, like a, a just a, I will kick Brett yeah. off. Sorry, Brett. But we'll do like a Cosmere <laughs> just secret projects episode where we talk about all the books that came out this year. Oh God. Yeah, that sounds great. We'll, we'll uh, just boot Brett right off this podcast right, for that Brett, episode. Get off. Get on out of here, pal. You can just right now. I mean, I haven't oh, asked. Right I haven't now. reached okay. out to our other Stormlight nerd fan fan base, um, but I'm sure they'd be willing. I'm sure we'd have some friends sure. and you could like fans a panel. Who'd... You could yeah, do like a it. panel. Panel sounds fun. Add it to the pile. Add it to the list of things that we might do if we get time. Right. Without. I'm not me. like rushing to read this one though. I feel like I was um, for. Uh, have Tress. you even read Frugal Wizard yet? No, there's so many books, dude. There's you don't need so to. Many books. I mean, you you need to so we can <laughs> talk about it. That's my least favorite Sanderson book of all time. I think. <laughs> I can't wait to drag that one in the episode. Oh God. Okay. Um, that's what I'm excited for. I'm very excited for all of that stuff. I'm excited nice. for you. That sounds delightful. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I'll make mine quick because I did want to bring up a couple other things in the news. Please do. Um, my book that I, um, was looking into, um, I don't know. Have we already talked about this one? It's called a, a haunting on the hill. We talked about this yet. I don't think so. That sounds like the most generic horror title of a book. It sounds well, like Hill House and Home Before Dark and all of them. Uh, it, well, it's a, um, it's an authorized novel. It was authorized by Shirley Jackson's estate. Um, it's a return to the world of a haunting of on Hill, Hill House. House. Okay, so that's why it sounds so familiar. Yes, it's by Elizabeth Hand, um, and I think I read that um, she's done a couple other things with, like, within Shirley Jackson's world. And I know she's won. Oh no, that's what it was. Is she's won Shirley Jackson's um, award before? But yeah, so it was authorized by her estate, and she's returning. I guess it's like a spiritual sequel to Hunting of Hill House. Um, she's returning to that world. Have they learned nothing from watching the show and reading the, like, the whole thing was don't return to the house. Well, that was the whole thing. It's too tempting. That was I think the, the whole story thing. is that um, someone is uh, decided that the uh, Hill House is a great place to um, raise a family rehearse uh it's the main character is holly sherwin and she is a playwright who wants to rehearse her new play at hill house with a troop of actors that she's brought along sounds like a a really good way to get haunted yeah i'm gonna go to camp crystal lake and summon jason just to see what happens see if i can get a good book out of it yep (laughs) so um so that was that was a book i think that's supposed to release here in like two days but yeah, so that one uh, seemed very exciting. Any of you Haunting of Hill House fans? Uh, but there's a couple... Well, there's a main article that I want to discuss. And I think we've talked about this already. At least I know I talked to Parker about it. But so the... I I, I think this kind of applies to 
to, to authors and books. Um, the Writers Guild finally came. The strike has ended oh, yeah. for the WGA. Strike ended. Um, and I think the main uh, aspect that they got through to is that as far as like copyright stuff goes. So like from what I've read, studios are still going to use AI. But I think a lot of the the deal, what the deal was struck is that um, it comes into like credit for scripts and stuff. So it's like if a writer writes on something and it's helped by AI, the AI is not going to like take credit for them. So like, I think it's more for compensation and credit, but it's still kind of scary because the door is still open for studios to use AI. Yeah. Um, oh, the thing that I saw, I thought it was like no AI, like fully no AI, unless I read, I don't know what I read then. Maybe well, I, I know got it's confused. still tentative. So, and maybe I'm, I didn't read like super deep into it, but the article I read kind of, said it was focused more on copyright, the copyright side of it. And it's not like a requirement that writers have to work with AI. So I assume they're going to be like, no, thanks. Um, but I, uh, if they do, um, they're not, it's like preventing them from getting like overrun by it or overcredited by AI. Um, but the interesting story that I was reading about is now the authors guild is getting involved. Um, because there's, and I was reading, there's a system that companies like Meta are using. It's called Books 3. It's a database that they're oh, using no. to teach <laughs> They just AI jumped right over books. books, too. Right, They, they exactly. jumped over Parker's Books, too. They jumped right over my idea for Books, too. Dang. Literally. So, yeah, it's like a database of, like, Stephen King, John Krakauer, like, all these famous writers. Um, and the, the writer of the article is a guy, he wrote a book about... The funniest thing, he wrote a book about... James Cameron, their director's um, uh, relationship to technology, because he's kind of always on the forefront of technology with his movies. Um, but he also is like very against it. Like he very much warns about like technology yeah. and stuff like that. So the funniest thing is this guy is like, hey, my book is being used by these companies to teach AI to read to, to write like these authors. Right. So basically he's like, at what point? Are we going to get replaced? So the Writers Guild has actually filed suit against a lot of these companies for like copyright infringement and all that kind of stuff because, you know, it's already tough enough to be a writer, whether it's like a journalist or, you know, an author of of books. But now AI, that's the next thing they're going to go after is like, oh, yeah, well, they can't sure. get studio. They can't get movies done. So let's jump into 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 books. So. Dang, that's another thing that, that sucks that sucks a lot that I, sucks. you know what though you know what i will say is have it during all this doesn't it make you just want to unionize doesn't it make you want to join a union i don't know if me saying this can get me in trouble with my own job probably <laughs> no. not that anyone from my own job redacted i won't say it so i can't get in trouble will like <laughs> listen to this podcast right. ever but like it just seems so fun. It's like a club, and also then you get paid more if you if you right. fight. You're united. Which I want to do. United front of you. You you unite and you fight the man, and it seems so fun. I want to yeah. unionize. <laughs> I mean, it worked for the WGA. It works. And it worked. I'm. You know what? We're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look into this. Start and the movement. I'm gonna start the movement, and um, I hope this <laughs> me saying this on this podcast doesn't get me fired, but. Um, you know what? That's a cross that I'll have to carry. Well, I'm with you. 
Thanks, You're, pal. And this is this is a movement to get to books four before AI does, right? Books right. four. You know, books two was harmless. Books two, my idea, uh, listeners, right. if you don't remember, was just for uh, it to be like the Shrek 3D ride where there's like sense and for Shrek 4D. That's right. Where there's yeah. like smell and and tactile stuff involved. It's just using you're reading, technology to which help is, the reading experience. It's I not, think already done in some children's books. <laughs> They've got like swatches of like fur and stuff that you can. Pe- so really, I don't know if this is a. But yeah. I, you know, books two was a great idea. It was. It, it was wasn't really harming anyone. It wasn't harming right. anyone. No, not at all. It was not it was like, like these dumb darn technology. robots. Right. It was an intelligent technology. It, it was for me. It certainly was not intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> so that's an interesting story. Um, and I had another, it was a news based thing. A little factoid uh, for love, us. A I little article. News, book based news things. Book based news things. You know, book based news things. P- PJO. I don't know. Did y'all see that trailer? Percy Jackson got like a little teaser yeah. trailer. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It looks, it looks like real good. Um, so Written this... fully by AI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Stupid. No, Rick Roden would never. He would never let that happen. Rick Gordon is a robot. How dare you? I saw that uh, there was a recent auction where uh, it was a record sale. And this is like super specific, but it brought me into another question. Um, There's a record set for um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle book sales, like at auction. Um, A first edition Sherlock Holmes book was sold recently for 214,000 pounds. Um, and that's the most expensive Sir Arthur Conan Doyle book ever auctioned. A little, little ACD action. I'm so bad when someone's like, you won't believe how much this specific item sold at an auction recently. Like, I'm so bad at fathoming how much money people have that go to auctions that I couldn't like, I couldn't even ballpark you an answer. I'm going to say like 20,000 and be horrendously wrong or say like, I don't know. 75 million and everyone's gonna laugh at me yeah well that brings us into my point because i had the same thought i was like oh okay so that's super specific about arthur conan doyle what's the most expensive book ever sold at auction and maybe that we could turn this into like an episode later or something like that the world of like book auctions and stuff but i just looked it up to see how expensive it was and it's freaking insane um so let's are we we guessing the book are we guessing the price I'm let's just say uh, I don't know because I was going to I was going to give you the the number one book of all time I was going to give you and then just see if you can guess oh, I can give you both it. right now yeah give me both give answers. me the book give me yeah give me the book guess first. I would guess okay. Fellowship of the Ring and like a first edition signed by Tolkien and I don't know uh, no you don't think so I think that's a pretty stupid like his, guess his I, think, first. I, think, <laughs> I think it's a really dumb guess I think 12 million dollars for Twilight by Stephanie Meyer <laughs> Yeah, hey, actually, that would be great. I'd spend twelve. I wonder if it's like Doc. Do you think it's like a Doctor Seuss book or like? No, it's probably. um, There's a there's a Broadway play with the same name as the number one as of the book, September twenty seventeen. When was it? Les Mis. No, this was written in twenty twenty one. The book, the the play, or the book. This article, so I'm okay. just saying as far as the number. No, oh, the, I understand. I understand. The book is written in the 1800s. I'm going back to my first guess, Cats. Um, no, it's the Book of Mormon. Uh, oh, shoot. It's a, I think it's a, the first, the original printer's draft of the Book of Mormon. Do you so think the it first ever is? Book of Mormon ever printed. 
How much do you think Wait, it sold didn't for? The, is that, are you saying the one that was dug up in the tablets from that yeah, one back dude? in the, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when we all crossed, when people crossed, <laughs> I don't know if I want to disparage Mormonism right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the original one that floated and stuff, uh, the original Book of Mormon printed in the in eighteen thirty. Uh, twenty twenty seven million. Close. Oh shoot! Ish. Dang it! I'm but it's close more. at all. Brigham Young. That's the guy's name, right? John Smith. Oh. Was, Brigham Young was the guy that like brought him across. Yeah. The country. He was John the Smith apprentice. Was the original. He was the yeah. Always to nevermore. All great. All great men don't look into their history at all. Um, <laughs> Uh no, it was Parker, do you have a guess? Twenty-eight million. No, it's thirty-five million dollars. Wow, it was actually kind of close. Ah, suck yeah. it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You got a hint. The second was the Codex Lester. Oh, that's yeah. Furious well, Calderon, Jim Butcher's Codex Alera. It was thirty million, um, and it's Leonardo da Vinci's like diary about his like his ruminations on science. Do you think God, it's just I like a high so school boring. diary? I bet that's so boring. What a stupid thing to spend $30 million on. I bet, I bet it I, is a high school diary. I bet it sucks to read that. I hope it's, I hope it's like Gertrude, Gertrude gave me for long glances across my freaking <laughs> beakers in my laboratory today. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was sexy, Dan. That's exactly what I imagine he sounded like. No, it's actually, um, <laughs> he it's the story that uh, Dan Brown used. It's just Leonardo da Vinci's original story on the Da Vinci <laughs> on, on his code, and he talks about. I hope one day a man that everybody loves is cast in this role to hunt down my code, and that was Tom Hanks. Um, Did Tom Hanks buy it? Did he spend thirty million dollars no. on Da Vinci's he might diaries? Have. <laughs> Somebody who's like, oh, I saw the movie. I got to find out for myself. So I got to check Da Vinci's original stuff. Man, people spend money on things. Yeah. Huh? The original Magna Carta was sold for $21 million. That's pretty interesting. I'm trying to Mm. find a lot of it is just old Bibles. I'm just not quite that liquid, you know? Like, I don't have that kind of cash lying around. But Parker. And if I did, I'm not buying... A scrap of like old yellow paper. I will it. spend some money on a nice like hardback. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. Yeah. I don't quite have the petty cash right now to throw around thirty million. Was the Magna Carta a nice Folio Society hardback edition? Because... <laughs> the, okay, I did find one good one. A lot of it is just Bibles and stuff, but there is a good one. It's the Birds of America. Um, sold for $9.6 million. Why? It showcases more than a thousand bird species rendered at life-size scales and all you know life-size scales. That's kind of cool. Life-size, cool. I, I bet it's a big colored. Yeah. Some birds are big. Guys, I'm gonna. I'm about to blow your mind. Some birds, big. Yeah, I, I know. That that one is actually kind of worth it. $9.5 million. That'd be yeah, a cool definitely worth $9.5 million for that. For sure. Yeah, you, for could, sure. you could buy all the birds in America for $9.5 <laughs> million. You might, yeah. yeah. I, could, would... I could show you real good textured birds for $9.5 million. Um, just get AI to, to draw them. Do one of those crazy <laughs> AI generated images for all the birds in America. Um, so, yeah, so that's my story. 
on that. Um, okay. And I had one last thing as we close. I don't know. Do mm-hmm. you guys have? Yeah, let's bookmark else? it. No, let's bookmark yeah. this episode. Close us out. Um, I thought it'd be fun. I found I was looking up like October challenges and stuff. I don't know if I, we talked about this last year, but I found one from a website called notebookofghosts.com. And they're also they also have a uh, an Instagram that you could follow them there. Um, it, I'm trying to find her. Is this real like we name. have to summon one ghost every day? Because I'm not going to do that, Brett. No, it's just called. <laughs> Stop trying to get me to do that with you. Do you want to do you want to see my Parker impression? Say that. Uh, say that URL again. Uh, what's the notebookofghosts.com you know I think your your sound like proofing is better yeah, than mine because I, I didn't hear a thing oh man it's so loud <laughs> okay good hang so on so it's called alright there we go <laughs> it's called hashtag 31 spooky stories um, and it's just like a reading challenge where you read 31 spooky stories and it's just like, just like short stories, stories across yeah. October and you document it and um the creator posts on their uh, Instagram account their daily reads, and it's it's like not an intense one. It's like, hey, if you want to read thirty one in the last week, or just not, you can read thirteen too as a flip flop, or like, just like you know, just read short stories. And they on their website they have a bunch of links to you know recommended stories from the past that they liked, free stories. It's um, a very just like cute compilations. Website. Yeah, so I it's thought very, that was very cute. yeah. So I thought it was a cool well, thing to do if you want to do it. Um, I'm going to try to do it. Um, so. Oh, weird. It's just the stinky cheese man 31 times. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> God, stop it. That is the worst. That is a seance. You're trying to get me to summon the stinky cheese man. You're going to walk into Dan's office at, at 3 a.m. in the witching hour, and he's just sitting there just like reading the stinky cheese man over and over again. Feeding the stinky cheese. Feeding the stinky cheese. <laughs> oh, God. No, that's cool. So, yeah, that's, that was just a small a good little find. thing. There's a, I'm, I'm clicking through the website right now. There's like free, there's a little free library and there's like free short story links as well. Yeah. It's so really you can cool. kind of just follow along. That's sick. But yeah, Sweet. that's all I had. So very nice. Let's, let's, let's bookmark it. Let's bookmark book this puppy. Bookmark let's bookmark it. it. Next week we will be telling our own short stories that we're writing about ghosts. I think okay. next week is our book episode. Not, not next, next week. week. Next episode, right? Yeah. Two um, weeks from now. Two weeks from now? That seems so early because we're doing this this bi-weekly thing, huh? What if we do an, uh, what if we what if we save it for because isn't the 31st the I mean two, I guess we Tuesday? could do that if you don't want we to. We could do that. Let's we save it and then we'll try to do episode. a bonus episode sometime in between the now 17th. and 17th. Yeah. Okay. There's no pressure. Sweet. We'll do it whenever we want. Well, lucky you. You guys get three episodes this month. Lucky of this listeners. Content. <laughs> this content's so good. <laughs> okay. You have to Close listen to us three times. Get us um, out of here. Thank you so much, listeners. Uh, jokes aside, we're so dumb, and I don't know if anyone listens to this podcast, but if you do, we love you so much. We love you more than um, all the sticky cheese mans in the world, and you are the wind in our sails and the, we the stars in the sky. We would pay $35 million for you at auction. We would pay $35 million for you, listener. You, the single, like every single one, if we had that kind of cash. If we were auctioning for listeners... It, we would we would pay pay thirty five million dollars. Yeah, not for any other listeners, not for any other podcasts listeners, just for you. Yeah. Um, thank you to Jacob Robinson for the intro and outro of our podcast. Do you think that we remembered to use the spooky one? Oh, maybe yeah, we remembered. We'll we definitely I'll remembered. Thank you for that too, Jacob. Um, and uh, Maddie for the cover art of our podcast. Uh, thank you both. Um, thank you. Remember, both. you can 
reach out to us at our uh, email. It's bookendswithfriends at gmail.com. Um, you can talk to us, send us in book recommendations, talk to us about the books that we're reading for the podcast, book club, that whole thing. Um, and also we have a threads and an Instagram account that we sometimes use. Um, we'll get back on social media eventually. I've been so bad. Eventually. I've, I've, I kind of just like cut social media for a bit and I haven't opened threads in like eight days. Oh, I've been threading, but not, it not for bookends of friends though. for Parker. <laughs> good, good job. Okay. Yeah. Um, never forget the real books or the friends we made along the way. <laughs>